All right, Mena fans, welcome back to Mena Fandom, the official unauthorized KMS wrap-up show. When Kirk told the story of a fan coming up to him and, and talking to him last week in his favorite place, whether that's a cafe or somewhere, I put myself in that same situation. You know, so I'm there reading a book and I just wonder if Kirk would come up to me and say, you know, Menas, I'm a big fan of Mina Fandom. I'm a big fan of yours. And maybe try and make some small talk about cricket or, or Australia or something. Uh, I just wondered if Kirk would do that. And I wondered how I'd react if he did that. Um, I'm a friendly guy. I'm averse to small talk. But I'd be really nice to Kirk if he came up to me. And um, yeah, I mean, generally, though, um, yeah, I don't like to be bothered when I'm alone because, you know, I'm used to small talk in my cafe and it is annoying but yeah if Kirk came up to me I'd be super friendly so Red was supposed to join me for this wrap-up show but unfortunately some personal stuff has come up he does have a pretty bad track record of pulling out of recordings I think he's pulled out of three recordings since I made him co-host and I criticized um, Visionless Dave for being a diva well, maybe there's something to do with those rundown people because, um, yeah, Red's um, got a pretty poor strike rate of turning up. Anyway, hopefully he'll turn up next week. I did have lots of um, things to ask him about, some taking care of business, because I sent some annoyance from Red when I had VD on the show last week. He sent me a very passive-aggressive DM saying, your show, or good having VD on your show. And I don't think he would have um, agreed to having VD on if I'd well, I wouldn't have asked him because it is my fucking show, but uh, I just think it uh, put his nose out of joint. So I wanted to talk to him about that. But, you know, he wasn't there. He's not here tonight. All right, show news. Let's get into it. Um, a great week of shows, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I recorded with VD after Tuesday's show, so we've gone through that. But Wednesday, Thursday, uh, because of the new schedule, it is hard for me to get podcasts in between. So more likely, it's either going to be just one show a week when Tuesday at the end of the three shows or maybe I'll duck in in between if something big happens. It's very much a loose release schedule. I wouldn't recommend this to any other podcaster, but this is just a bit of fun for Mena fans out there and Mena fans. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'd like to think it'd be, you know, one proper review a week and maybe one other, um, just depending on who's around. Um, I want to get Sheldon on from North Dakota, another, another ex-Rundown cast member. Who else? I want to get Dava from Hull back on. I do want to get Buddy on from Kirking Off, the um, the lesser wrap-up show. They had an awful episode yesterday where they had um, Jay's Mayhem and Pat from Aintree talking about their stupid fucking fantasy football league. Jay was terrible. You just cannot put Jay on air anywhere. Um, Meeting in the Minds is even too big a platform for him. Um, so yeah, Kirking Off is, it's a fun show, I like the guys, so I'd like to get Buddy on to talk to him about that, so anyway, that's what's happening in the future, issues from the week, okay, I would fire Rico Bosco immediately, fuck that guy, you cannot be throwing hard objects at fellow co-workers, you cannot be getting in people's face, I do not understand why Kirk is defending him, he's a piece of shit, um, yeah, fuck off, Rico. I, I look at all that stuff and I just think, loser. Like, it's not funny, it's not cool. You know, you're sitting there screaming at someone, throwing a can of something at him. So I think he needs to be off Kirk Minahan's trivia team. Um, certainly, though, he's fucking unstable enough to be on Kirk Minahan's trivia team, if that's a qualification. But, 
yeah, he makes he makes Kirk look super stable. So yeah, I'd get rid of Rico. Fuck him. Also loved the Kathy Cullinane call. Thought that was hilarious. Red made the point that you know with Steve we had. Um, him talking about you know splitting his parents' marriage up and then removing the audio and not talking about his mother ever again. Whereas with Dave, he actually calls his mother and has a chat with her live on the show. He does love to play around. Uh, Baby Dave is a great nickname. It is fantastic. It is so apt. Um, Baby Dave, Baby Dave, Baby Dave. Just love saying it. Baby Dave. Just been going around muttering it um, to myself all week. Love Baby Dave. I did have an issue with something Kathy Cullinane said. She said, you know, you need to show love in actions. That's that's the, the Cullinane, I think, family motto that, you know, um, Jack Cullinane and, and Kathy, they're not big ones for saying to their, you know, 15 kids how much we love you and, and have they heard of contraception, the idiots? I mean, anyway, um, you know, they're, they're not big ones to going up and, you know, saying how much they love people, but they show it by actions. You know, Jack is very good at changing tyres, which, you know, I don't know how useful that is if you need sort of the emotional love and support of your father, if he just offers to change your tyre. I don't know if that's going to make me feel better as a as a son or a daughter. Um, you know, Dad, I'm really struggling at work. You know, I'm not sure what I should do. Or my wife's, you know, I mean, my marriage is in trouble. And then he just goes and starts changing your tyre. I'm not sure how that's going to fly. But anyway, I digress. Um, the, the point is, Kathy said you've got to show love in actions, not by um, words. Well, I'd like to see Cullinane apply that to the Minifans and the Minifan world. He said a lot before he was given the job. But now let's show it with actions, Dave. You know, do what your mother said. Stop saying that you want to love the Minifans or you want to support the Minifans and you're here for us. Actually, do something now. Show the love in actions. You know, one would be to give me some access to the network. That would be an action you could show um, to display your love for the Minifans. Um, so, yeah, please start showing love uh, more. Showing actions more, sorry. Oh, fucking Sunday morning here, so my head's a bit frazzled. I had about, I don't know, tons of edibles last night. Um, alrighty, next one. Um, oh, well, there's a lot of Chris... And at a theatre near me talk. I mean, the fact that Chris had the warthog on is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, the instincts for that were so bad. I thought they were going to get Ethan, one of the greatest podcasters in American history. And instead they get the warthog, who was just awful. Uh, Chris claims the warthog loosens him up. I did not hear that at all. I think it's all in fucking Chris's head. If he actually spoke to me about some of this stuff, I could help him, but... So much of a stubborn prick to reach out to me, which I'm astounded by. I mean, you know, I would definitely help him. I love the guy. I really like Chris. Um, so, yeah, what well, he claims the warthog loosens him up and he claims the warthog is funny, neither of which are true. Uh, Kirk seemed genuinely annoyed at Chris about this one. I think Kirk is starting to feel sort of parental disappointment in terms of like i brought this guy in you know i've got him here once a week he's now going off and doing this show which is a sort of reflection on kirk because it, you know it, it you know it calls into questions kirk's uh, support of chris how bad the show is so or or kirk's uh, ability to judge talent i guess is a more accurate way and you know the fact that this is so bad kirk just seemed genuinely annoyed about warthog and I have to say, I was genuinely annoyed on the second one where Warthog hadn't watched the film on Netflix. Like, if I'm if I'm Chris, you have to say to 
Warthog, you have to watch this film if you're going to do this episode, or I'll just do it by myself. So, you know, poor stuff from Chris, poor stuff from the Warthog, and um, yeah, it made me laugh a lot, because um, it was so bad. It was just so bad. I mean, Cullinane played the 37 seconds of um, Warthog's um, audio from the second show, incredible. Kirk said Chris needs to go to more locations and um, he will run out of film. So, yeah, this this is dead. This is dead man walking. Kirk said there's zero chance that Chris is going to make it to the end. And then Chris is desperate for his wife to get pregnant, so he's got an excuse to stop this. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a disaster. Uh, I hope he turns around, but it's not. Chris rates it a C-. minus. I, and I, I just wonder how long the sort of amusement we can have at just watching Chris just bomb. I mean, you know, will Big Cat and Jeff D. Lowe eventually get sick of just hearing Chris bomb? I don't know. Um, I mean, it's a great compliment to him that everyone's interested. I mean, I guess that's where the, the concept bit of the podcast comes in. That it, It's an interesting concept and no one else is doing it. Yes, yeah, a bad one. I did... Um, enjoy Chris's dead dad call um, Chris's dead dad called in very interesting good call funny call like that like the idea I think it needed more material but I just thought it had potential mm. what else I don't think James Eckhouse will ever be on the show so you think you can rub that one out um, it would be good to have him on but I just don't think he will be I think it's really weird how much Cullinane hates Bob Saget. Very strange. I agree that they should wipe Justin from show history. I fully support that move. Yeah, and I do like the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday format. I don't actually think it makes a big difference as a listener. I don't think they get into a particularly good rhythm when it's three days in a row as compared to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. In a way, actually, Monday, Wednesday, Friday gives them more time to find stuff to react to because there's that day gap in between. So, I mean, I think they just want the four-day weekend, which is fine. They should do it. Um, and, and, and I disagree with Kirk. I like the long shows. I like the three- and four-hour shows. I think they were really good. And I wouldn't mind the odd three-hour show. It doesn't have to be maybe one a week would be good, a three-hour show once a week. Maybe they could start getting the Clem Dog and Mike in together, and that'd be a really long show. But, yeah, don't mind that at all. Alrighty, now my movie review segment. Um, to end Minifandom, this rambling mess of an episode. Oh, I've got a review. This is a five-star review from Tabor. Premier KMS wrap-up show. Menas does an excellent job overcoming his obvious physical and mental challenges to provide a wholly adequate KMS wrap-up. There's one message for Minifans who are considering listening. It's, you are not alone. I wonder who that's from. Alrighty, now, movie review segment... Not much to talk about, really. I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife yesterday. Three out of five clamors. Very fun. If you did like the original Ghostbusters, I think you'll like this. Um, there's some some good bits there of nostalgia for the 80s kids. Um, and I saw Don't Look Up, and I really liked it. I think Don't Look Up was a really good movie. Um, probably four, four and a half clamors out of five. I just could not turn it off. 
I must admit, uh, you know, I find Jennifer Lawrence and Kate Blanchett very captivating. So that kept me watching. But a great, great show. A great, great movie. Jesus. All righty. Well, that's it for Minna Fandom to end this week. Got a few clips coming and hopefully Red will be back next week. The other thing I have to say is, when are you going to kick that short, fat Australian fuck off the YouTube channel? Well, Jesus that's a good question. It's he's a bigger pussy than Mike. He is a pussy, and he's gonna he's gonna go face to face with me tonight. And I'm in a bad mood today. Seven o'clock. You know, he talks a big game, tweets a big game. We'll see what happens when we go face to face. Maybe he'll step up. I like him. I like having think somebody that people hate on people hate on the YouTube channel. I mean, I hope you shove your cock on his throat. I may do that. Go ahead, Matt. What do you, what do you call manners? Mike, we call him Mini Manners. He's mini. He's very small. <laughs> that's, that's, a good simple, not, that's a good, simple name for him. Yes, I like that, Mr. President. To me. It's clearer than the Zapruder film. Zapruder. No, the Zapruder. Zapruder? <laughs> it's clearer than that. <laughs> it's clearer than that pronunciation. I'll give you that. Slam uh, yeah, I do. You read like E.E. E. Cummings? Yeah. It's, a, it's a way of breaking okay, outside of poet? the, the okay, logic of poet? prose. I like the Psalms from the Bible, Kirk. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Fuck you and your stupid Bible. Who's your favorite poet? Uh, David. I like Philip Roth. This guy's not correct. F- Philip Roth, the, the author? Mm-hmm. He, he, he writes books. Yeah, but he also does some poetry. What's your favorite poem of his? Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no don't There's look at the a... computer. Don't look at the computer. No, I'm not saying I don't like. The... Sa- I sit and read poetry You're all the time. Fucking, it's like him with the pizza. I think it's, so you don't like poetry. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a liar. You're a pretty... fucking liar.